Hey there, it's Rasa. Just checking in for the show to remind you to follow the Patreon link at youmustknowEverything.com for way cool stickers, shoutouts, birthday greetings, and bonus content. Or shop our store for vexing question t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs for yourself or the special someone in your life. Now, on with the show! How goes it, Rasa? Very well, very well, Father. Terrific. Are you ready to know everything? Yes, I am. Then let's drop some knowledge in the blender and sip smoothie smarts. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of expectation. You, me, and mom all recently got shots. She and I were really happy and excited. This meant we could be much safer from big, scary diseases. You were less enthusiastic, though. I didn't want it to hurt. Right. Most adults think of shots as something that protects them. Most kids think of shots as... What they are. Big, scary needles. Okay. You think of it as something that hurts you. We think of it as something that helps us. We have different expectations. So when we went in, we were smiley and excited. And when you went in, you were grimacing and nervous. I knew the shots kept me safe. And you knew they might pinch. But I didn't care about safety. I cared about it maybe hurting. And you didn't care about the pinch. You cared about keeping safe. So, did it hurt? At the beginning. But you said my arm would be sore afterwards. And it wasn't. And an hour later, it was like nothing had ever happened. I felt totally fine, and Mom got me a milkshake. That's funny. You expected it to be worse, so the anticipation was way harder for you than it was for us. But the aftermath sounds better. Yeah. Negative expectations made me feel cursed to have to get a shot, but then so happy when it wasn't so bad. And now we're all protected from those particular diseases. I could imagine the opposite happening with something fun, like planning the best ever pool party. The games, the food, the splashing. (laughs) Your expectations might make you look forward to it for months, but then if something goes wrong... My unicorn floaty springs a leak. My cake and pizza get wet. You might be miserable since you expected perfection. Wow, where does that leave us? Negative expectations are good and positive expectations are bad? I think it's more like any expectation, positive or negative, is powerful. But expectations aren't the same as reality. Recognize what your expectations are and see them like crazy lenses that distort things one way or another. Then you'll see whatever you experience more clearly, before, during, and after. Okay, but I still want a milkshake every time I get a shot, or plan a pool party. A girl gets thirsty dealing with all those expectations after all. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes, I am. It's called Hero and Leander by Christopher Marlowe. 
It lies not in our power to love or hate. For will in us is overruled by fate. When two are stripped, long ere the course begin, we wish that one should lose, the other win. And one especially do we affect of two gold ingots, like in each respect. The reason no man knows, let it suffice. What we behold is censored by our eyes. Where both deliberate, the love is slight. Whoever loved, that loved not at first sight. Whoa, that's a good poem. Lovely language, but a little tricky to understand. Let's hear it another time. Are you up for reading it? Sure am. Hero and Leander by Christopher Marlowe. It lies not in our power to love or hate, for will in us is overruled by fate. When two are script, long ere the course begin, we wish that one should lose, the other win, and one especially do we affect. Two gold ingots, like in each respect. The reason no man knows, let it suffice. What we behold is censored by our eyes. We're both deliberate, the love is slight. Whoever loved that love, not at first sight. This kind of poem is called a sonnet. And sonnets have a story with some mystery at the beginning and they explore it in different ways and they make kind of an argument. They're almost an essay often. And the conclusion, the point, unlike a normal essay where we put it at top, is almost always in the last two lines. Do you understand what that last line's saying? The people that love don't love at first sight. The other way around. If you didn't love at first sight, you never really loved. Basically, it's saying if you have to stop and think about it and hem and haw and deliberate, the love is slight. It's not a real love. But if you love at first sight, that's true love. you got to love right away. It's out of your control. If you try to deliberate and make it in your control, that's just not how love works. That's not how hate works either, it'd say. He compares it to two gold ingots, which are probably like two very fancy gold coins, and saying, hey, these should be exactly the same. So you might have things that are alike as two gold bars, but one of them you fall in love with, and the other becomes your hated enemy. Yes. And it just says the reason? No man knows. (laughs) Let it suffice. Let it go. That's just how life is. What we behold is censored by our eyes. So our eyes lead us and We can't control what we see, what we fall in love with. I find that true of brownies, too. If you deliberate, the taste is slight. Whoever loved, that loved not at first bite. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Yes, I do. I have a question from Jules in Salt Lake City. Jules' vexing question is, when a car truck is traveling forward, why does it look like the wheels are rotating backwards? 
my mind is spinning. I'll hop on the road, look it up, and let you and Jules know soon. Sounds good. I'm back, and I've got the answer to Jules's vexing question. The wagon wheel effect is the name for the optical illusion where a spoked wheel appears to rotate more slowly than its true speed, freeze in place, or even turn backwards. People first noticed it in Western movies of stagecoaches or wagons, but you can also see it in car commercials or recordings of aircraft propellers or helicopter rotors, and sometimes in real life. In film, TV, or video footage, it happens because cameras capture motion as a series of still pictures, like a children's flipbook. The gaps between pictures may make it look like a turning wheel is slow, still, or running in reverse. If you've ever gone to a big dance party with flashing strobe lights, you'll notice the same thing. Oh yeah! It's often unclear whether people are raising or lowering their arms and legs. Finally, like any other optical illusion, you might experience the wagon wheel effect if what you're seeing is ambiguous or unclear and your mind guesses wrong what's happening, or if something else interrupts your normal field of vision. Hum, for example, or chew a crunchy food like carrots, and it might produce a similar effect as your eyes vibrate in their sockets. Wow! I don't know how to drive, but that sounds like an amazing excuse if you ever get pulled over for speeding. Sorry, officer. I was humming and chewing carrots, so it looked to me like I was going in reverse. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Join us on Patreon, shop our store, submit your own vexing questions, and hear more than 100 previous episodes for free at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you like to listen. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.